Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Kuf Nun Gimel. We are up to Sif Yudches. It's the last word on page 78. The Mechaber says in Sif Yudches, Yeshmi Shomer Sheklei Hekdesh Shalkesef. There are those who say that vessels of hektish that are silver, that the minig was to bring these kalim to the shuls on the Yom Tovim, you're not able to then take them back to Chulun to sell them. And the Tzibur is allowed to grab onto these kalim that they remain in the Chazaka of Hektish after the one who is Maktish is Nifter. So here the Mechaber and Sif Yudches says that one who <coughs> gives over clay Hektish of silver to the Beis HaKnesses, so he can't take it out. It now belongs to the Beis HaKnesses. He can't take it out to Chulun to then sell it. Point number two is that Tzibur is able to grab it that it remains Becheskas Hektesh after he dies. Says the Mishabura on page Mem in Zekotan Tzadi Dalud, Shenogu Laviyam, Kigon, for example, Menoros Lahadlik Bohem, an example of a clay kesef that was brought to the Beis HaKnesses on the Chagim is a menorah to light. O Tachshitim Litlos Al Torah, or any kinds of decorative pieces to hang on the Sefer Torah. Sefkotan Sadihei, Ein Yucholim, we said they're not able to take them out. Kevan Shalopirshu Behedya Denoslim Zos Rak Betorah She'elah Ba'alma. Since they did not specify explicitly that they're giving these items over as a loan, Therefore, they're not allowed to take it back. So, Once they're used in the Beis HaKnesses, the Kedusha is ready. He didn't make any kind of Tanai, and therefore the Kedusha is Chal. Because of Amagin Avram, the Achshav HaMinog Pashat Shenish Orin Birshus Ba'alehem. Zak the Magen Avram, that nowadays the Minog is Pashat, that they remain in the Rishus of the original owners, not like the Mechaber says, And therefore anyone that is bringing Kalim nowadays is bringing it having in mind that Minhog. And therefore it's as if he made a tonight explicitly that Kedusha should not be chal on it. Even though that's the minog and that's the halacha, but the Lemaise of the Mishabur ends off and says, it is better to make an explicit tonight at the time of bringing the Klaikesa to the Beisach Nesses, that you're only bringing a Betorah She'ela, that it's not there to belong to the shul. If you look at note number 112, he points out an interesting thing. Even though the Mishabura brings to the Magen Avram that now the Minog is different than the Mechaber, but in note 112 he says, So now the times have evolved. The Minog nowadays, the Shalos and Shuvah's Chalkas Yaakov writes, The Minog changed again. And when a person donates an item to the Shul, His mindset is to give it 100% over to the Rishus of Hektish. And he doesn't even have in his mind at all that it should be in his own Rishus to sell it if he should lose his Parnasa. And so to write that the Minog nowadays in most places is 
that a person who gives something over to a shul, and he wants it to really remain in his own rishus and to have rights to it, he actually writes up a shtar with a tnai together with a gaboyim, and everything follows his tnai. So it's interesting, the postkim say that the minog nowadays has evolved, it's no longer like the Magen Avram says, but rather the minog has evolved now to go back to what the Machaber says, that once you give it over, it now belongs to the shul and you have no rights to get your item back to sell it. Says the Mechaber, write this if you test. Yesh Misha Omer, there is a shita that says, She'enimtza achar misas odom, that if it's found after the death of a person, Ksav koso shehiktish kalim, there's some kind of writing that we find that he was maktish kalim to the Besak Nesses, Ve'enol of Edom, and there's no Edom on it, Ve'lo misaro la'kol, and he didn't give over this shtar to the tzibur, or the item to the tzibur for that matter, Afilu hachi havehektish, still the item that's written down that he's writing, that he was makdashit, that's considered hektish, the fact that he has it in writing, even though there are no Adam over there, and he did not give the item over to the Tzibur. Says the Mishabura Sivkotan Sadivav Shinimza, Rotzaloma Shinimza Bebeso Ben Shtarosa. We're talking about over here that you found in his house amongst his other Shtaros, this Shtar that says that he's giving over this item to the Tzibur. Tzadizayan. The halach is havi hektish, devade hektisho. We have to assume that for sure he was makdashit. Kevon shekosov lo al ha Since he's wrote it on a megillah, we have to assume that he was actually makdashit. Va'ayel magen Avram, sifkotan memdalad, mashaheir, bazem ichoshan mishpat, simen pe'alav, sif yudzayim. Look at magen Avram, where he discusses an interesting point over there, which is discussed in note number 113, that the Ramah writes, Shem nimtza eitzel odom, la'achem misaso, shtachov, shekosobo, shashtarzeshel ploni. If we find a shtachov by a person after he dies, that he owes money to someone. So omrim, shekosov, ken kedei shelo lahasbiyas atzmo, that he was only writing it, that people shouldn't think that he's wealthy. And therefore, we don't assume that because it's in writing, it's a done deal, seems to be a little bit at odds with what we're saying over here. We find in writing that it was Makdash Akli, so then we assume it belongs to Hektish. Masha'en came over there, you say you owe someone money, so then we say you're only doing it to make it seem like you're not wealthy, but we don't assume that you owe the person money, and there are various chilukim given. The Mishaburu continues and says, There the Shach answers, if so, it's not such a pashara din to take out the money from the person. Some say not to say like the shach's chiluk, which is brought out in number 114. There are various chilukum between the cases. They're discussed in note 114 and note 115. But let's go weiter in the Mechaber to Sivchaf. There are those who say, that when there is a chazaka on a Sefer Torah that it belongs to the fathers of Ruvain, the Tzibur can't come and take the Sefer Torah that has a chazaka that it belongs to the fathers of Ruvain. This is a very Lamaisa halacha over here. Let's see the Mishabura Sefkadan Tzadiches, Shehoya Shel Avosav. Again, there's a Sefer Torah that Chazaka, that it was the fathers of Ruvain, Umunachas Bebeisaknesas. And the Sefer Torah is in Shul, with a Chazaka that it belongs to the fathers of this Yachid. So the Mishabura says, and Sefkot and Tzaditas, Einat Sibur Yecholim, the Sibur can't go and say that it's ours now. Velo Amrinan de Bevadei Hachlita Lehektish. We don't say that because it's in the Shul, for sure it was given over fully 100% to the Beisaknesas as Hektish. 
It's not like the case of clay kodesh of silver that they're knowing to bring to the base Akneses Hamuva Besif Yudches that we just discussed in this shir in Sif Yudches the Eina Bailam Yecholim Lotzia Nochulin. There we said the exact opposite. If there are kalim that a yachid brought to the base Akneses, we assume it was a full donation to the Beis HaKnesses, and the Mechaber told us he can't take it back L'chulin. Over here by Sefer Torah we're saying the opposite. Even though the Sefer Torah is in the Shul, but as a Chazaka it was the fathers of Ruvain's, we don't say it belongs to the Shul, it goes back to Ruvain. What's the difference? Dr. Mishabura, the Shani Hacha the Sefer Torah, here it's different by a Sefer Torah. Shekein haderach laso Sefer Torah almanas kein lanicho bebeis HaKnesses sheyikru barabim. This is the way that a person writes a Sefer Torah and gives a Sefer Torah, he writes a Sefer Torah, gives it over to the shul in order that the rabbin should be able to read it. And he plans on leaving it there in the shul until that appointed day comes that he wants to take it back to his house. So it's understood when a person is donating, so to speak, a Sefer Torah to a Beis HaKnesses, it's really on loan to the Beis HaKnesses. He really is retaining the ownership of the items. And even if the shul put on coverings on the Sefer Torah that belonged to the Tzibur, and he didn't show any Hakpada, we don't say that because of that he removed his hands from it and he really left it over to the shul totally. Because that is the custom always. They switch around the coverings of the Sefer Torah. Whether the, the Sefer Torah belongs to the Tzibur or the Yachid, they change around the coverings and therefore that would not be a raya that he was fully giving it over to the Tzibur. That is the first point of the Mishavura. Let's see a very, very important note over here, note number 117. So we just said in the Mishavura, a chilek between the clay kesef that you give over to the Beis HaKnesses, we assume it's given over fully and it belongs to the Beis HaKnesses. But when you give over a Sefer Torah to the Beis HaKnesses, then we assume you're retaining rights and it's only on loan by the shul, but you, you're really keeping it. Ubetam The shach explains the reason for this chilek, b'shem the shach and she'eris Yosef. When people are writing a Sefer Torah nowadays, the Iker Kavana is so that the Shul has something to read from. And also because there is great Kedusha to a Sefer Torah, therefore they're not going to leave their Sefer Torah anyway. It has such a great Kedusha, they want the Tzibur to use it. Therefore the fact that a person deposits his Sefer Torah in the Beis HaKnesses is by no means a Raya that he is donating it for 100% and giving it over as hectic to the Beis HaKnesses. Which is not the case by Stam, a menorah of silver or something like that. The minute is not to give it over to the shul and to leave it there. And if he wasn't really being makdish to the shul, he wouldn't put it in the shul. He would bring it to the shul when it's needed. And then he would take it back home. The fact that he's leaving it there is a raya that it was donated. A Sefer Torah... <coughs> You're writing it so that Tzibur has something to use, but the fact that you're leaving it in the shul, because it has such great kedushah and is there to help the Tzibur out, is no raya that you're giving it over to the Tzibur. 
Tam Nosav Kasa B'Shalat Shavu Igros Moshe. Moshe says an additional reason. She'ein Lomar Shalachar Shetarach Habaylim. We're not going to say that after the owner was Matriach himself. When he spent a lot of money, he, he invested tons of money into writing a Sefer Torah. We're not going to say Yovad Mitzvah Dayim that he's going to throw away this mitzvah with his own hands. By giving it to the Beis Knesses, he's throwing away his mitzvah that he spent so much money on. One who gives over a Sefer Torah to a Shum He's being mavatal the mitzvah that he did. Why would he spend so much money on a mitzvah and then just hand it over and lose out on that mitzvah? So therefore, it's so unlikely that that was his kavano. V'chein bir hamagin giborim, and the magin giborim says the same svara as of Moshe. V'hoser agus Moshe shav and the agus Moshe adds on over there. Even if the one who donated the Sefer Torah to the shul didn't know this din, even though he gave it over 100%, we assume that's a mistake. He would never give it over 100% if he would have realized he's losing his rights up to the mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer Torah. And therefore, Zakhar Moshe, another svara, why Sefer Torah is different, even though you gave it over to the Beisach Nesses, you can take it right back. It's not considered a donation. That was the Hezber of Rav Moshe, and again, of the Shalash and Shuvah Sheiris Yosef, to this first chilik of the Mishabura, that he's saying that when you donate silver vessels to the Beis HaKnesses, it takes on ownership of Hektesh of the Beis HaKnesses, Mashaikin Torah, even though it's brought to the Beis HaKnesses, it's considered owned by the original owner. We continue in the Mishabura in Sifkotan Tzadites, about five lines down in the middle of the line. Mihu, however, Kam Achronim Kostvu, various Achronim write, Digam Hocha Besefer Torah, Mairish Anu Yodim Bebir Shebetchila Lonichala Chalutim. The case over here is Sefer Torah is discussing a case very specific that we know for sure that in the beginning he wasn't giving it over 100%. Rak Shehishilo Lebesak Neses Sheyikru Barabim. He was only lending it to the Besak Neses so the Rabbim should read from it. Ashmeinan is coming to teach us the low Amrinan that we don't say Kevan Shehinicha Zman Rav since he left it in the shul for a long time we don't say Mistama Klarachlita Lahektesh because he left it there for 10 years Mistama he meant to give it over totally we don't say that we, said, we assume if we know he gave it over just to be used temporarily even the temporarily ended up extending a long time, it was not given l'chalutim. Aval b'hinich stam. But according to these achronim, if he gave it over stam, I'm reading the mistama akdasha l'olam. Then we would say that mistama, he was makdasha forever, ukahide kli akodesh b'siv yurches hanal. They hold that a Sefer Torah, given over mistama, is the same thing as the kli kesef, and it belongs to the shul. The case over here, the mechaber is saying when you didn't go give it over l'chalutim, the only tzad to think you may have decided to do l'chalutim is you have to left it there for a long time. Even if you left it there for a long time, if we know you gave it over, not as a full donation, we don't assume anything changed because it was a long time. But if it was just given over, we would have the same din as Sif Yud Ches by the Klai Kesef. Continues the Mishabura, look in the Mogin Avram, Sif Katan Kav Beis, where he writes, the minog haolam kayom. The minog nowadays is limkar sefer Torah afilu nisano mitchilu beisakneses likrosba. The minog is lamaisa is to sell your privately owned sefer Torah, even if you gave it from the beginning to the shul to use it for reading. 
Because of any rights, the Kavan Shinagu Kane, since that's the Minog, Havile Kiilu Hisnu Mitchila Behedyashlotoko Kedusha's Rabbim Alehim. It's Kiilu you made a knife in the beginning explicitly that the Kedusha of the Rabbim should not be chal on it. Ulafiza, according to this, near it appears the Lukuli Alma Ingla Hachmir Bazebed Yevid. According to everyone, Bidyevid, because that is the Minog, we will not be Machmir and he will be allowed to sell it. Mikomakom Lachatila Bavadetov Lahasnas Behedyash Shain Ostal Lachalutim Beravada Lachatila, the best thing to do for sure is when you're giving a Sefer Torah over to the shul that you should say an explicit tonight that you're not giving it over 100% to be the shuls, you're only giving it to the shul to use it, but you are retaining rights to your Sefer Torah. And one last Mishaburah, Sefkotan Kuf, again the Mechaber said, there are those who say a Sefer Torah, that is Hulsuk, belonging to the fathers of Ruvain, Einat Tzibur Yecholun Lahachzik, but the Tzibur can't take it away from him. Zakta Mishaburah Sefkotan Kuf, Afilu Yesh Edim Ibnei Osa Yerd in the son of Tzibur. Even if there are Edim in that city that he gave it over fully to the Tzibur, Lo Mahani doesn't help. Those Edim are not good. The Nogim Be'edus say they're Nogim Be'edus because they want the Sefer Torah to go to the Shul, so we don't trust their Edus. Afilu Im Yirtu L'Salek Atzma Mimena Lo Mahani. Even if they, the Edim want to say we'll remove ourselves from the Sefer Torah and therefore we won't be no Geb Be'edus it still won't help unless there is another Sefer Torah that is perfectly kosher Unless there is another Sefer Torah which is 100% equal to that Sefer Torah, then we could say they're removing themselves from this one and they're using the other one and then they would be believed in their Eidus that he gave it over 100% because they're not Nogea Be'edus because they have no Chilak in the Sefer Torah. They don't even need it. They have another Sefer Torah that is just as good. Last point of the Mishabura, Yishuv Shalohaya Latzibur Sefer Torah, a settlement that did not have a Sefer Torah belonging to the Tzibur, the Karub the Sefer Torah Shalyachit, so the Melo they were using a Sefer Torah that belonged to the individual, the Achakach Konu Hatzibur Sefer Torah, and then after some time the Tzibur bought their own Sefer Torah, the Toen Hayachit Sheishlo Chazaka, and the Yachit made a Taina that he has a Chazaka, Sheyikru Dafka Be Sefer Torah Shalom. See, Taina, for the last five years you were reading my Sefer Torah, now you you bought one belonging to the Tzibur, but I have a Chazaka. I want the Tzibur to continue using my Sefer Torah. It's my Sechus. Ain zo Chazaka. Zokta Mishabura, that's not a Chazaka. De'ain ima taino. That's not a, it's not a taino that you have because when you were giving your Sefer Torah and they used it because they had no other Sefer Torah, but now they have a Sefer Torah that belongs to the Tzibur, so you have no taino and therefore you have no Chazaka and they can switch over to the new Sefer Torah that belongs to the Tzibur. Even though he doesn't have a Chazaka that works for him, Lamaisa, we don't want to take away from the honor of a Sefer Torah belonging to an individual, so what should they do? Rather, they should switch off Shabbos and use the Tzibur as one week, use the Yachid as another week, otherwise it would be a slight uh, lacking in the proper covet for the Sefer of the Yochid. We will stop here and continue with Mitzvah next time with Sif Chaf Aleph. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Daphne Shas, including Myron McClamus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS that's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org